0: Today I want to play off, if I can, from last week's message on Don't Be Afraid of the Darkness That Surrounds You. And uh, with the thought line and the title being Developing Your Spiritual Immune System. Developing Your Spiritual Immune System from the Disease that is in the darkness, that comes from the darkness. You and I both know that our bodies are susceptible and that God has uniquely and wonderfully created a natural immune system. But Bible also has an immune system for us and to develop that, so that those viruses that come from that arena of darkness do not have a, you know, negative effect because we've been placed in the darkness. So we can't, and we're not to be removed from the darkness, but we're to be immune from what the darkness would and can possibly bring into our lives. And so we'll read the scriptures first and, and uh, uh, see where this leads us. Beloved, I pray that you may prosper in all things and be in health just as your soul prospers. How many are glad for that this morning? Amen. Therefore, if any man is in Christ, he is a new creation. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. Stop being old, would you? (laughs) Your old life, your old way of thinking, your old way of doing. For he made him who knew no sin to be sin. For us, that we might become the righteousness of God in Him. For all that is in the world, that is in the darkness, it's the lust of the flesh, lust of the eyes, and the pride of life, is not of the Father, but is of the world. Jesus said, They are not of the world just as i am not of the world so reads the scripture today jesus said you're in the world you are in the world and we noticed last week from that you know our placement in the darkness so when he says in the world he is talking about your point of location that is your world your point of location where god has placed you so that you can have a positive impact for jesus christ you're in that world Jesus said, Don't take them out of it. Don't take them out of it. So you are in the world, but you are not of the world. Yes meaning of the world. In other words, the world is not your source of information. It is not your news channel. It's not your information source. No. And so you must not let your point of location... Become your source of information because you are in the world, but you are not of the world. You're of the world to come. Think about it today. Yes. Immunity from the world. That which is in the world, he says, is the lust of the flesh. It's the world that you came out of. Paul said you were Gentiles. You were in that world, but now you have come out of that world. When you came to Christ, you came out of that world into this new world if any man be in Christ, he's a new creation. Yes. In that world is a world that's devoted to a value system, it's devoted to its own treasures, its own philosophies, and its own priorities. It has a major entrance point, And that is all that is in the world it is the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life. Every disease that would affect your spiritual life, your purpose for God will come through those channels. So let us try to discover first those entrances and what they mean and so we don't just are, you know, having a everything gets stuffed in there. Yeah, uh, everything can get stuffed in there if you don't get some definition because you're in the world that point of location ha, not taking you out of it but I need an immunity because how many know that the flesh is what I am. Any flesh here today? (laughs) Yeah. The eyes is an amazing communicator, isn't it? Pride, that ego that we have. So, I got a Walk with them. Lust. It's inordinate desires. It's something that you become hot after and pursue with the intent of possessing That is out of bounds. And so when he says the lust of the flesh, he is saying that it is a life dominated by the senses, dominated by the senses. It is that temptation to feel physical pressure from some sinful activity. I mean, you know that there are some pleasures that are within the framework of God. It's to do something to make the flesh feel satisfied. Galatians chapter 5 runs through some of those things that you want to be disease-free from. (laughs) Then he talks about the lust of the eyes. And of course, this is not exclusive in the definition, but It's when someone is captivated by an outward show. It's to look upon that which we shouldn't, especially when God has told us that we're not to. It's called the eye gate. It's to... It includes coveting, a yearning, or a strong desire for something that belongs to another. Paul said that's what's in the world. That's in your location. It's in your location. Then, of course, there's the pride of life and that's an arrogant spirit of self-sufficiency and excuse me a false view it's a sinful temptation to want power over people and excessive greatness for your own ego sake it's to get credit or glory for something that others or god has done these are all the entrance points of the diseases that that world of darkness wants to have you catch immunity the system that fights infection Disease, the ability to resist toxins, we're developing a spiritual immune system. It's the power to keep yourself protected from foreign matters. It's a state in which Certain things cannot harm you. It has both an internal and an external defense. Did you know that you have diplomatic immunity this morning? For sin shall not have dominion over you. All because of the blood of Jesus Christ. Yes. That diplomatic unity or immunity shields one from the prosecution of a crime because they belong in a sense to another country. How many know you belong to another country? Hebrews chapter 11. And look for a country whose builder and maker was God. It was Jesus Christ that gives us a state of immunity while we have been placed in a location in the darkness. Jesus Christ has went ahead and secured for us a suretyship between God and his family. And the Apostle Paul writes in the book of Romans, he says, God does not accuse you. God does not condemn you. Who shall bring a charge against God's elect? It is God who justifies. Who is he who condemns? It is Christ who died and therefore is also risen. Your first part of immunity I want you to show this morning is that the immunity that you have in Jesus Christ, your positional immunity, It is Christ who died and furthermore is also risen, who is even at the right hand of God, who also makes intercession for us. This immunity is that there's a supporter. It's Jesus. He is the judge and defense eternity, or attorney. I love what Hebrews chapter 7 verse 25 says. Therefore, as he recounts what he has done and who he is, he's able to save to the uttermost those who come to God through him since he always lives to make intercession for them. We sang those songs about the goodness of God. Well, it's based upon... Jesus Christ yes see even when a charge is brought by Satan and it's true it is never sufficient grounds for our condemnation oh yes Because our sins have been covered and paid for by the blood of Christ and we are clothed in his righteousness. We read the scripture. You see, God judged that sin by placing it on Jesus Christ. Isaiah 53 and 6, that God has laid on him the sins of us all. All the consequences... That's as it relates to God has been taken care of in Jesus Christ. For John chapter 5, verse 22 says that, that the Father judges no one, but has committed the judgment to the Son and has given him authority to execute judgment also because he is the Son of Man. There's someone in your corner today. Sin shall not have dominion. That'll develop as we go along. But think about this. What is he saying? He's saying that God will never look upon our sin and will never open a hearing in any case involving us in the cause, in a cause that might bring us into eternal judgment. Somebody give the Lord a praise today. I'm gonna read it again because you didn't catch it. Listen. God himself will never look upon our sin and will never open a hearing in any case involving us in a cause that might bring us into eternal judgment. Wow is right. Hallelujah. He deals with you as sons. Yes. But... When it comes to eternal judgment, it has been covered by Jesus Christ and the blood of the Lamb. There is diplomatic immunity through Jesus Christ this morning. God in you, the hope of glory. Because the beauty of it is that God was satisfied with the death of his son instead of our death. My. I'm going to sing my way out of the valley. <laughs> Woo! Yeah. Why? Praise the Lord. Oh yes, there's accusers. The devil is the accuser. Sometimes we are guilty of the things that the Satan points out. but I'm covered, covered, covered by his blood. Oh, yes. Jesus is not only interceding, but he's intervening. He ever lives. Ever lives and is able to save to the uttermost those that come to God through him. How many know that uttermost can kind of put you out there a long ways? Huh? I'm going to the uttermost part of the earth. You hear missionaries say that's a long ways. Maybe some of you have gotten a long ways away. Someone you know has gotten a long ways away. But you know that they've given their heart and their life to Jesus Christ, and somehow they've been infected. You know what I mean? And they didn't have a proper immunity to the dark world that they have been left in. Think about this morning, this tremendous immunity. It'll make you strong. And that's the, that's the safety of his love. What and who shall separate us from the love of God? He begins to go ahead and touch bases on areas that can happen in a person's life. Sometimes there's tribulation. How many know that a lot of times in tribulation you feel kind of distressed? Huh? You know, and you even feel a little bit persecuted. Yes. Life can leave you feeling empty, unclothed. Yes, but that all these things were more than conquerors, for I am persuaded that neither death nor height nor life, angels, principalities, powers, they can't separate you from the love of God. everybody else might stop loving you but god is never going to stop loving you everybody else might give up on you but god he does not give up on you Oh, that's part of the immune system yes that immunity We don't want to weaken that immune system. This immune system, a defense system that God has arranged for us is designed to protect us when there's external invaders into our spiritual lives. Even financial shortfalls have been covered relationship breakdown, and vocational disruptions, and family problems, and accidents, and discouragement, and loneliness, and illnesses. God has an an immune system for toxic environments. Yes, toxic environment in this immune system of God that is designed to thwart off just germ-sized or giant-sized problems. Is anything too hard for God? No. We're going to see how to develop the immune system through God's holy word. Let me start with perspective. Perspective. Understand that invading problems bring great opportunities. Men of God wrote great books. When Paul was in prison and he was under watch 24 hours a day, that is the Apostle Paul. They said they only could leave the guard there just a couple of hours, because in a couple of hours, Paul had him converted. <laughs> so they had to start changing the guard. You know, they couldn't serve out their whole time in you know, watching Paul because he would get him converted. And, you know, I think it started that he didn't complain about his stocks and bonds his problem I haven't reached that yet don't put me in any stocks and bonds I'm gonna complain I'm not that spiritual church when those invading problems come in they promote promote spiritual maturity It says this, it says, Though he was a son, yet he learned obedience by the things which he suffered. Oh, yes. Elements that happen to bring us to the end of our own personal resources so we can go ahead and reach for those inexhaustible resources found in the Holy Spirit. Oh, yes. Yes. Paul said he began to take the light in those difficult situations. He had an amazing immunity, an immune system developed in his life. Did you know that those invading problems prove your integrity? Some say that the situation made me that way has made me this way. No, the situation revealed the way you were. Job chapter two, verse nine, as his wife talks to him, you know, do you hold fast to your integrity? Curse God and die. Death was an easy way out. But living is the abundant way. Hallelujah. Thank God. Those difficult situations produce dependency because those troubles help us to match our dependency to his dependability. It does. Yes, great men, women of God, found themselves unjustly accused, confined to prison, but yet the Lord was with them. At times, those invading problems is what's preparing you for ministry. Second Corinthians, chapter one. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of mercy and God of all comfort, who comforts us in our tribulation, that we may be able to comfort those who are in trouble. With the comfort by which we ourselves have been comforted. What an opportunity to let your light shine in your location. You're in the world. Now, before we get to developing it, I want to talk to us about another problem. And God has a recipe of immunity to it, and that is autoimmunity. Autoimmunity. What is autoimmunity? Well, I'm no doctor. I'm not even a nurse. You know what I mean? And uh, uh, so my knowledge is limited, but you will get the point. Autoimmunity is the failure of an organism to recognize its own components as part of itself. This causes the immune system to turn against and attack the organism's own cells and tissues. The body is so connected that when the system attacks an organ or system, it drastically affects the whole. It is when it misidentifies other parts of the body as enemies or at least being highly suspicious of them or to treat with little value. Is when it attacks itself for as the body is one and has many members but all the members of that one body being many are one body so also is Christ. Oh, church. If the foot should say, because I'm not the hand, I'm not of the body, is it therefore not of the body? Yeah, I cannot say to the hand, I have no need of you, nor the, again, the head to the feet, I have no need of you. You know, the Corinthian church was plagued with autoimmune. Plagued with it. There was divisions, there was lawsuits, there was immorality, there was incest, there was abuse of freedom, there was, you know, the abuse of spiritual gifts. It literally divided the congregation. They were turning on each other and recognized that that little member's important. That little organism is valuable. It's important to the whole sad thing about or not sad thing. It's sad. The most dangerous thing about it is that it generally ends in death. Right, Jody? It does. Say it again. Or severe pain pain and debilitating. Absolutely. How do mean? That's why Paul writes and says, if one member suffers, all members Suffer. If one rejoices, all members rejoice. There is no member, whether external or internal, that is not vital to the health of the whole. Yeah. Yes. How do you cure autoimmunity? You recognize that it's Team Jesus and not Team Don and Jen. It's Team Jesus. You focus more on the head and less on the offending parts. You let the head decide who is best suited for each responsibility. And you don't attack your own body. Many of you might not know, but I do have the potential laying in my body for autoimmunity. And should it ever break out, the medical lifespan is about five years. If it should break out. where it attacks its own self. I did not say that for sympathy, but I'm telling you, it can lay there. And when I discovered that and found out that I'd had it for a number of years, that I should have been dead already, but I didn't know I have had it, so you know what I mean hey I'm just gonna live (laughs) but then once I found out that I had it obviously I went to God and God says you want to know how you're gonna handle this said you're gonna have to have a wall of fire wrought by prayer And so I did that. Not just my prayers, but people. And in three years, from the erraticness of it and, you know, meeting with the doctor on a regular basis, you know, my numbers, we get good, but they were not always steady. But then... The numbers not only got to be exactly where they should be, but they were totally steady. And he says, I don't have to see you for six months. As he was watching carefully. Because it was such, you know, could be such an outbreak and loss of life. Are you hearing me this morning, Church? Hallelujah. How do immunity that operates? It means a loss of life, one cell at a time. God is. given us potential for immunity. And that is love. Love. It's not a small thing. Love is a life-giving thing. It's the greatest antidote to all the diseases of darkness. When you love God and when you love each other, it will kill. The body feeding on itself. It won't let it out. <laughs> it will put it in check. Not here and not now. Somebody give the Lord a Lord of praise. Hallelujah. Okay. Another key, to developing immunity, is fellowship. Fellowship. First John chapter one, verse three says, "That which we have seen and heard, we declare to you, that you may also have fellowship with us. And truly our fellowship is with the Father and with your Son, Jesus Christ. Fellowship is like the circulation of divine life in the body of Christ. Fellowship is more than communicating it's more than social interaction. It's more than charitable and financial supply. Fellowship is like the circulation of the blood in the natural body, it is the circulation of the divine life in God's body. Yes, the blood flows between the members. It's a type of fellowship. The same blood that touches this hand touches that hand. The same blood that makes this work makes this work. Yes, I did not know this, but in Jody would know it much better than I do. You know but that. But while that the the blood does carry the white blood cells, which is absolutely vital to help the increase of white blood cells, you know, is released and brought about by exercise. And that's why they're always telling us, Don, are you exercising? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) (laughs) That's why ministry and exercising your spiritual gifts. Exercising the talents. Because it's releasing that antibiotic. It's flowing. Keeping away the diseases of darkness. Hatred, envy, strife. So many things. As you take care of the fellowship, you are taking care of the body. Oh, yeah, I got to do it. I don't come to church just for myself. I come to church for the members of my body. Now, this is not condemnation, okay? How healthy do you want us to be? You're good people. I, I'm trying to show you that you know what I mean. If I just go, you need to come to church. You know, if you don't see the value of it. it really, can lack a lot of a lot of inspiration, reason to do so. You no, know? it will. But it's fellowship. How many know that husband and wife get along better when they're together? Now, I got some people laughing. you know, we do be together too much. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, there's room for improvement in everything, isn't there? <laughs> but I have found in fellowship in, with my brethren that, you know, in ministry, etc. cetera, the longer I am apart from them, you know, the more, you know, things can invade, you know, my thoughts regarding them, you know, in reasons for this and reasons for that, you know. And when I get together, I feel their spirit. I feel it all in... It just evaporates. Yeah, no. You, 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 wasn't what the devil was saying. It, it, you know, they just were not like that. That wasn't their intent. That wasn't their motive. You know, boy, does it solve problems, fellowship. Glory to God. You know, and I said I would be able to, help you with your immune system, but I'm not going to be able to do it today. When Paul had to deal with the situation at Corinth, now, my wife told me to tell you this, so I'm going to do that. (laughs) I am not speaking to us this morning because we have this condition. But God has always went ahead and used preventative medicine in my life, in my ministry. And much of my word is designed not to eradicate but to prevent, okay? So that's what my wife told me to do, so there it is. All right, all right. Another major most frequent cause in the body is arthritis. It's the most common ailment of the joints and we are joints. We are joined and jointed and in that jointed dust, there's a fluid that lubricates the joints. And even more so when more work, more stress is put upon them, and when that lubrication, that which is relationship, is diminished, the oil, okay, is less, and arthritis steps in, slips in, and there's not. The complete function doesn't work as it really, really could and should. So it's not merely your membership in the body, it's your relationship of the body. Relationship. And so what was Paul's final total answer? As he talked to him about it. The cross. When you read his writings, when you see his answer in your solution to all that was going on. Paul said, it's the cross. we got to get back to the cross. You stand with me this morning. The immunity that the cross gives has brought. The position and the placement that the cross is went ahead and made possible. Paul said, God forbid that I should glory save in the cross. The suffering that I go through said it's nothing compared to the suffering of the cross yeah yes the cure and the answer for our immunity is just going to the cross the Apostle Paul in his life it would have been like walking through a laboratory with all the diseases vials of diseases there when you look at his life what he went through and he walked through it all He might have gotten a fever, he might have gotten a headache. But nothing could take him out of commission. Oh, hallelujah. That's it, church, this morning. That nothing needs to take you and I out of commission. Absolutely. As we sing one song shortly and quickly. <laughs> ha <Ha-ha>. ha. <laughs> oh, give the Lord a praise this morning. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. Well, glory to God. Glory to God. You know, I would tell the Lord, not recently, because he's been working on this quite a while, you know, telling me, you know, God, I really don't like that person. I got to admit it to you, God. And I know it's wrong. Would you cleanse me? Would you heal me? Would you do something with my heart here? Because it's not them, God. It's me. Yeah, David said when he kept silent concerning his own sins, things didn't go so good. Yeah, They were rough, man. But as soon as he went ahead and came clean, shoo, hallelujah, that immunity system kicked in full force, and there was life instead of death. Go with God because he's gone with you. Amen? You're dismissed in Jesus' name.